The vitamin shop flexes its muscles as the refranchising process gets underway. So I'll kind of get to my thoughts on that introduction a little bit later, but I did want to run through some of the financial basics of the 2021 quarter one vitamin shop earnings. I went through the earnings report, conference call, and any associated publicly disclosed information. And for those that aren't aware, the vitamin shop is now owned by a publicly traded holding company called the Franchise Group. There was an acquisition that happened and completed in December of 2019. So the Franchise Group has now owned the specialty supplement retailer for about a year and a half now. I was hoping that after we got clean year-over-year comparatives that the franchise group would be nice enough to provide a ton more segment level information on the vitamin shop but it doesn't seem like they're going to be utilizing some of those things in their reporting at least right now hopefully they'll add those things over time so just like the last few of these earnings kind of break down pieces of content. It will be a little bit lighter on the hard numbers and focused more on some of the strategic commentary around the vitamin shop. But we'll kind of just run through those first initial financial details. Vitamin shop in 2021 quarter one had net sales of $295 million that was up 7% year over year and up 16% quarter over quarter. Same store comps numbers were actually extremely strong for them with a positive 8.5%. Both the online and the in-store part of the business grew. You had in-store, same store comps of positive 5.8 and then digital sales, those were up 22.3%. Looking at just the operating profit for the vitamin shop, they actually had a very strong quarter. If you're considering just recent performance, they had a positive operating profit of $33.3 million. This was actually about six times higher than what they had throughout the whole 2020. So they were able to really kind of wrangle in a ton of costs. Obviously the increased sales are helping as well, but the performance on the bottom line for the vitamin shop was extremely positive and strong. Want to cover like kind of the biggest elephant in the room in terms of like the refranchising process. If you did not catch the last piece of content that I created around the vitamin shop, you missed the official publicly disclosed at least part of details around the franchising agreement with the vitamin shop. If you are interested in hearing some of those details, I'm going to pop up the video for you guys right here. You guys can check that one out. But at the date of the earnings report release, the vitamin shop still is currently 100% company owned, but leadership disclosed that they've had a strong level of interest in both refranchising current stores and opening up new territories for stores. They also had their first franchisee discovery day recently. While this is all positive news, leadership was transparent in saying they're currently behind schedule in terms of what they expected, but the franchise group does expect segment level leaders at the vitamin shop to pick up momentum quickly. I share the sediment in terms of them picking up momentum because strong performance, I think is going to really attract a ton of high quality 
franchisees to be interested in the vitamin shop. I think you also have the COVID-19 effect that's still kind of lingering on, which further strengthens the consumer behavior pattern around prioritizing all things health and fitness. So I think those things combined really start to build some momentum and we'll see a ton of action and quality interested applicants that are going to transform the business model for the vitamin shop. Just going along with the COVID-19 effect and some of the things that are happening in the market that might be helping the vitamin shop, they also are kind of riding some of the vaccine excitement. And unlike a lot of these like initial freebies, and I'm talking about like the free pizza or like the free donuts to incentivize people to get vaccines. And really these were like very tone deaf in terms of some of the underlying drivers of what was causing a lot of the issues with COVID-19. The vitamin shop is giving away free healthy snacks, protein bars, and beverages to anyone with a COVID-19 vaccination through May. The healthy and nutritious giveaways are part of a White House partnership with retailers to incentivize Americans to get vaccinated. Additionally, the Vitamin Shop is offering up to four hours of pay for hourly health enthusiasts. These are their associate level employees who take time to get vaccinated. While the vaccine subject is something that's divisive with Americans, I think that health and wellness companies like the Vitamin Shop should be playing a supporting role within this phase of COVID-19. Additionally, they should be aligned with anything that has the potential to help make communities healthier and really the promotion helps them potentially get a ton of new great customers that maybe are just starting on their health journey or maybe they haven't been into a vitamin shop location in a while and they can kind of show off maybe some of the new designs or some of the new offerings they have there and gives the opportunity for the vitamin shop to pick up a good amount of new or incremental business. Going along with kind of riding some trends, vitamin shop has also made a move to ride the Olympic buzz. As we approach the Olympic opening ceremony, it won't be just the athletes that will be competing for gold medals. Every two years, marketers compete to capture consumer attention around the sporting and cultural event. While the Winter Olympics aren't scheduled until next year, the vitamin shop is jumping into the larger halo effect of this year's Summer Olympics by signing Brady Tennell, which is the current reigning 2021 U.S. national champion and leading hopeful for the 2022 U.S. Olympic team in figure skating. So any of these kind of sponsorships with quote-unquote kind of athlete, it really comes down to the details of the contract, which we don't really know, and the execution of the strategic game plan in terms of how they actually leverage that new asset. I think there are some pros here. First of all, that a move like this, especially being a global athlete that performs on international events and at the highest level at the Olympics, this helps the vitamin shop get more brand exposure globally. I also think the products that Brady will be using will be private label products that are appropriate for sport within the vitamin shops. Growing focus on private label, I think that helps them as well. Another pro is that Brady is a long time, or at least they say a long time vitamin shop customer. So if that is true, I wouldn't think that'd be a detail that anybody would lie about. That does provide some authenticity of this partnership. But I think a big con here, for at least for me, is that I don't think it really provides any like wow factor for the vitamin shop. 
I think that, you know, she still has a pretty small social following, though she has a ton of engagement, so there's potential there. And I don't necessarily think she has transcended the particular niche sport that she's in. And again, because the Olympics are coming up, that can completely change. You have people that capture the hearts of America or captures the heart of the world, and then all of a sudden they become the next big star. So, you know, this could be something where they got in early. It could be an asset that grows in value. But I would love to see the vitamin shop use Brady, similar to like what a lot of like the gym shark athletes are when they're looking at like athleticism and creating some like, I wanna say viral content, but engaging, compelling content that focuses around just the unique athleticism that they have that people look at and intrigued by it, they pay attention to it. So I wanna see the vitamin shop move past just those basic usages of an athlete and hopefully they can you know, get super creative with the asset. Wanted to touch on something around retail personalization. Out of 260 total brands evaluated, Sale Through, which is a startup that personalizes individual customer experiences through digital communication channels, they ranked the vitamin shop number 20. They were actually tied with Walmart and North Face in their annual retail personalization index. They mentioned why they love the vitamin shop. They talked about some of the personalization they have with their email and eye-catching email subject lines. They also talked around their interest-based recommendations to so some of the algorithmic machine learning capabilities that the vitamin shop has been working on. And then also a lot of the ease that the mobile app profile is synced across the shopping experience. If you're wondering who sailed through named in the top three, that was actually Sephora, Thrive Market, and Best Buy. Want to touch on the franchise group overall, their M&A activity. This is something that I consistently talk about with the vitamin shop earnings breakdown content because the franchise group is arguably one of the most active participants in a lot of like the chaos that's happening in the market. They are being very opportunistic. They're always trying to figure out a way to better their portfolio through a number of different financial levers and mechanisms. And though not any of them have been directly value accretive to the vitamin shop, you know, outside of what I mentioned, I think last time with Pet Supplies Plus and maybe some crossover private label opportunities for the vitamin shop with pet supplements, I wouldn't be surprised if the franchise group does try to pick up some type of asset to help the vitamin shop over the next year or so. And that could be even on the brand side, they could look at an attractive brand that is already selling very well in the vitamin shop that they can transfer over to like an owned private label to really help speed up some of the private label ambitions that the vitamin shop has. And I've even seen the franchise group's name being thrown around in a very kind of unique or creative way with the Europa Sports products. People have told me they've kicked the tires, looked at the business. I don't know exactly what they would see in terms of value, but I'll actually talk about that subject matter very soon on my channel. So if you're not already subscribed to my channel, I would make sure that you guys do that so you don't miss that further information around Europa Sports products. But I do just wanna end on some final thoughts. With a run rate now of just shy of $1.2 billion, 
the vitamin shop is back to like the height of their business from a revenue perspective that they had from 2014 to 2016. And they're doing this with a much smaller store fleet. This is something that should definitely be getting more attention because this is tough to do. It's not a small feat. And I think a lot around like the transformation plan that's been going on over the last couple of years has been kind of under the radar, not something that has been all that flashy and instead the vitamin shop has been quietly you know heading to the gym every day being consistent doing what they need to do so then now they're able to flex those bigger muscles now in the market 